The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Hey, it's Chris Jericho. You're listening to the Rough House Podcast featuring the sexiest beast in all of Maryland and surrounding areas, the illustrious Chris. And Marty. Behold, a podcast for the ages. Recorded live from the interdimensional terror vortex of their subterranean dwellings comes the Rough House Podcast version 3.0. Two galactic warriors put down their warhammers and battle axes to perform a more noble task. Complaining about professional wrestling on internet purchased microphones. Now with more Simpsons references and Kota Ibushi thirst. This is the Rough House Podcast with Marty and Christoph. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Rough House Podcast, episode 229 for 229? May 16th, 2021. I am Marty Day. And I'm Christoph. Welcome. Thank you for your uh, listening, clicking the play button on whichever app you choose to listen to this podcast. Cast. Hopefully, it will remain there for the future. <laughs> yeah, you know, we probably should, in as oblique a way as possible, address that, right? Um, I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it just worth saying um, there are some things going on uh, behind the scenes with our network. Uh-huh. Um, we have been informed that it is not changing anything for us. Right. However,. Stay tuned to our social media if anything does change. At Roughhouse SGW, the Roughhouse Podcast on Facebook. Yeah, um, I mean, uh, I don't want to change anything, but no, you know, if, no. if changes should occur, then you know, so be it. We'll, we'll figure something out. Uh, but you know, like we've been reassured that things will continue as as normal, and I have no reason to not believe the people who told us that. So. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It's it, it it certainly seems to be the way. But you know, should anything change? You, the OG538, however many of you remain, uh, will be the first to know. So That'd be yeah. a baker's dozen, Dom. What a week in pro rest it has been. Uh, high highs, low lows. Uh, it's a very, very good thing. Some very, very sad things. Some very, very interesting things. But uh, as we record this, we are just... Uh, hours away from a pay-per-view event. So let's go ahead and jump into... What the hell is this? That's the current WWE then now forever intro. That's like 30 seconds long. Why is it so long? It it is exactly 26 seconds long. Yeah, it's a lot. (laughs) Jesus. Get out your own ass, man. Now together forever. They added another word. Together? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. They they added that uh, around WrestleMania. But yes, it is very long and I will not continue to use it versus the old... Uh, the old uh, Coliseum Home Video intro, but uh, I, I, I thought it was worth using at least once. So they, they, they added the word together towards the end of the pandemic. Yes. Okay. What else could together connotate? Like, I don't understand. Well, it, they started using it WrestleMania weekend. So it's like we're physically together now. 
Oh God! Yeah, and of course they're they're apparently going to start running live shows uh, with fans, starting with the July sixteenth SmackDown. Um, not sure okay. where though, but that's the plan. Sure, you know whatever. Look, we just bought tickets to see a live wrestling show for July tenth. So yeah, no, 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 like no judgment. I mean, look, things are yeah. opening back up. AEW's touring again. Uh, WWE understandably will announce they're touring again. I, I wouldn't be shocked if we find out that there's going to be a Ring of Honor pay-per-view with fans probably in our backyard in the not-too-distant future. I know uh, Best in the World is typically end of June. That might be too soon to do it if just for... Uh, I mean, sell- I don't know. I, I'm saying for selling tickets, not not uh, even for, uh, for having people because things have right. opened up here in Maryland. Yeah, but, between uh, Maryland and Sinclair Broadcasting, I'm pretty sure they're not going to have too many. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Although, they, again, they, they will literally credit. have people at the door taking your masks off. Uh, right. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's the plan of things there. To uh, their credit, Ring of Honor has been probably the most cautious oh, in terms of their performers over this entire situation, doing the the hotel bubbles and, and, and things of that nature. So respect to them for that. Yes. Yeah. No, and for hiring Dan Housen. Yeah. Uh, I, I respect how they've done it. Uh, especially compared to some others in the pandemic. But, uh, you know, it, it, it is what it is. Anyway, uh, what we were going to talk about is uh, tonight there is a pay-per-view event. Payback. Uh, uh, <laughs> backlash. Sorry. WrestleMania backlash. It's no Wrestle- longer just backlash. It's okay. WrestleMania backlash, uh, which okay. will, of course, be coming from the Thunderdome. Uh, it is it, it is a mixed bag of a card. Uh, some of it could be very good. Some okay. of it will undoubtedly be very bad. And uh, uh, shout out to the editors on Wikipedia, because for uh, about five seconds before I hit refresh, it was a seven match card. The seventh match was Jerry the King Lawler versus Michael Cole in a rematch 10 years in the making. That's, <laughs> that's how it's described uh, on Wikipedia. Uh, but I was like, fun. wait a minute. I missed that announcement. I hit refresh and it was gone. <laughs> Some fun Sunday morning Wikipedia editing. Yes. Um, but we have a, a six-match card on Peacock or on pay-per-view if you're foolish with your money. Uh, <laughs> or, or have a shitty broadband internet connection, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, we'll just run down the card real quick. We've got Damian Priest versus The Miz in a Lumberjack match. Okay. Does yeah. that, that feud really escalated to the point of a lumberjack match? Is yes, necessary? It, it, it has okay. continued. Uh, I mean, look, pretty much everything after WrestleMania, with some notable exceptions, continued on into you know this this pay per view run. Um, right. I mean, we even ended up having a women's tag title match this past Friday night on SmackDown, where uh, Tamina and Natalia are now the new women's tag team champions. Why exactly they did this at the Thunderdome instead of front of thousands of fans who are actually behind them at WrestleMania, I don't know. But, hey, I well, don't get paid to make creative decisions for the had, WWE. Had they done that at WrestleMania, we wouldn't have gotten the amazing moment of Shayna Baszler uh, being voodoo-powered, uh, having lost, lost of function for her legs by <laughs> Alexa Bliss, who wasn't even anywhere near the screen. Yes, uh, yeah. So, you and, know, and, at and least we got that. completely unrelated to the women's tag titles, I guess that's a thing that they're doing now, too. Because I mean, they were the champs, right? Shayna and Nia. Yeah, yeah. It's just... 
you know, the the women's tag title feud was being held on SmackDown and on Raw. There's the weird shit with Alexa and her creepy doll. So that's Man. what we've got going. Uh, I, I, I got to ask this just because uh, you, you chat with them more regularly than I do. Uh, your dear pals, the Lycolats, uh, mm-hmm. they, they are strong fans of the professional wrestling, mm-hmm. equally, if not more so, strong fans of horror. Mm-hmm. How do they feel about the Fiend stuff? I don't know. I don't even know if it's come up. We just rarely talk about WWE anymore. I don't think Derek <laughs> watches WWE much uh, anymore. Eric still does. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. And Russell watches from time to time. Uh, you know, having two kids will. <laughs> yes. It, it will limit your, the uh, ability to watch these yes. 37 hours of WWE programming that comes out every week. Yeah. I mean, like, because that match happened the second night. Yes. Right? Yes, it did. So that was the night we were not together. So yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not up on the, uh, on the, on the Lyca lads, uh, appreciation or lack thereof of the fiend Alexa bliss storyline. I do know that the three of them went to this, uh, celeb fest yesterday. Yes. Yes. Uh, and got some, uh, you know, some autographs and some photos of, from some, some people and a lot of maskless people. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw that as well. <laughs> So that you know looked like fun. Uh, it was not my uh, not my the the lineup wasn't to, to my uh, sensibilities and, and taste, so I declined yeah. the yeah. invite there. Well, you know me, I I, I could give a fuck about yeah. autographs and so on. No offense to those who enjoy. No offense to those who who like it and that sort of thing. Just, I, I don't I don't need it. Um, yeah. You know, uh, I'm I'm cool with just seeing matches live, and that's the extent of my interaction with professional wrestlers. Yeah, because let's be honest, I think it's most fair to say <laughs> most of them are terrible people. Um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yes, Damian Priest, Miz, Lumberjack match. I assume Damian Priest goes over, and you know, there's some sort of ridiculousness that causes all the lumberjacks to fight each other because this is WWE uh, in a tag team title match for the SmackDown tag team titles it's the dirty dogs mm. of Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode defending against Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio Rey and Dominic are intending to become the first ever father son tag team champions in WWE history wow um I did not know a that the dirty dogs were still tag team champions yep b that Rey and Dominic Mysterio were still around uh, or see that they are in a program together. So, okay, yeah. cool. Why the fuck not? Well, I mean, why would you not let them do that? And would you, you want to keep the belts on fucking Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode for a longer do, time? What do, the f- do, do I need to do the Fink voice? I'll do the Fink voice. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. They didn't even have a match on uh, WrestleMania, the SmackDown tag team. No, no. They were part of uh, WrestleMania SmackDown. They defended in a four-team match. It was... The Dirty Dogs, it was uh, the Street Profits, it was Dominic and Ray, and it was, uh, I think they're called Alpha Academy, Chad Gable and Otis. Wow. Okay. Sure. Sure. That's the, okay. I mean, (laughs) Chad Gable, so he's no longer Shorty G, thankfully. No. no, He's back back to to Chad Gable. He's back to being Chad. Okay. I mean, he's probably one of the least Chad Chads that that I've seen. (laughs) The name what, Chad what is comes his shoot with his name anyway, because I know his legal name is not Chad Gable. Let, 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 let's. Yeah, now let's I'm, I'm curious. Hold on, let me. Let me, let me, let me uh, he seems like maybe an Alex to me. Uh, his legal name is Charles Betts. Betts. B e double t s. Ha ha. 
<laughs> Didn't expect me to throw out the Jeff Jarrett, did you? <laughs> I didn't expect for it to pop me so much. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's good. Uh, okay, Charles, is he like a, a second or a third? Uh, no, like, no, no, no. It's, 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 it's at least not according to the fine editor's Wikipedia. Well, they're they're doing overtime this morning, apparently. So <laughs> yeah. Give them a slide on that. Okay, yes. Charles Betts, Chad Gable. Uh, I don't want. I wonder why I picked the name Chad. He doesn't seem like a Chad to me. I don't know. He doesn't seem like a Chad to me, but I, I will say <clears throat> no one will cower in fear of the WWE Intercontinental Champion Charles Betts. This is true. This Chuck is true. Betts? <laughs> Chucky Betts. Chucky. Chucky Betts. That would have worked for the Shorty G gimmick. Calling him, yeah. calling his, him Chucky. Just dress him up in the Rugrats gear and call it a day. Chucky G. <laughs> Sir Charles. I mean, he could do a, a King gimmick or a, a Prince League Sir Charles. <laughs> Sir Charles Betts. See, it's, now that that has a ring to it. Sir Charles Betts. That's yes. like some. No, it it, it very know, much does. The Duke of Edinburgh uh, sort of situation over there. I don't know. From the House of Windsor. Yeah. Sir Charles Betts. But yeah, my, my gut says that Ray and Dominic would would make a decent tag team champion. But but this uh, is WWE. WWE. Yes. <laughs> therefore, this feud must continue. Uh we've Man, Bobby Roode's gotta be pushing fifty at this point, if not there already, right? Uh he is forty five years young. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> good for him. Looks he, pretty good for forty-five. No, no. I mean, he looks amazing. I don't know how much of that is natural, but you know, that's another discussion entirely. Dare, would you dare call it glorious? Uh, I I would consider, and in fact, I sign off on it. <sighs> uh, we've got a triple threat for the Raw Women's Championship as Rhea Ripley defends against Oscar, and of course. Poochie! Charlotte Flair. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, six in one hand, a half dozen in the other. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, okay. I don't I don't mean for this to come out the way that it's probably going to come out. I saw a photo, and I did not recognize that it was Charlotte Flair. As I think we've gotten into quite a few times, I, I here's how I will put it, and this is how I put it with most people when they get work done. Um, if it makes them feel more comfortable in their body and they like how they look, I am happy for them. It does not change the fact that over the past, God, she's been between NXT and WWE at least the past five years. Mm-hmm. Easy. If you look at a photo from NXT – and you look at a photo of the current Charlotte Flair, the difference is dramatic. Yes. And, you know, it, it is worrisome knowing the mindset of many in the WWE historically. You know, it used to be a given if you were a, a woman in WWE, you had to get breast implants. Mm. It is worrisome to see such a dramatic change because it hints toward some negative thinking within the company. Yeah, and it could not be. Yeah, it's it's possible you know, it that could this just is be her Charlotte doing do something this. for yeah. Charlotte. She makes good money. She yeah. maybe was not always comfortable with how she looked and therefore like you know, uh, I'll, I'll I'll fall on the sword. Uh you know, I I I have cosmetic issues with my teeth. Uh I hit the lotto. 
your boy's getting new chompers. Like it's yeah. done, you know. Uh, it's 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 been it's been something I've always thought about. If if it's something I could do where I don't feel ridiculous for spending the money, yeah, yeah. I do it. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I get it. I get it. But at the same I, time, I, it is jarring, especially well, yeah. the most recent uh, changes in her look have been more jarring than expected. Because not watching WWE, I don't see the her corruption. often. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, really all I see on Instagram is just photos of Andrade grabbing her ass. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I don't really see the <laughs> see the moneymaker. So, yeah, yeah it, it was it was a little jarring. And, yeah, I'm with you. If that's what she wants to do, then, you know, she's uh, an adult. She has uh, the money to do it. Get yourself uh, looking how you want to, as long as it's how you want you, and not how other people want you. Yeah, exactly. If 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 this is if this is out of a positive self love situation, fantastic. If this is because the machinations of a pudding brained old man continue to apply pressure on you, that's an issue. Well, you know, maybe she should have painted his chicken coop like he asked. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I I feel like Charlotte's winning it, <laughs> and, and, and I would and again, I would really hate this for feud must continue. Yeah, I would really hate for for Rhea to have you know reached the pinnacle uh, so you know so recently just to have it taken away again. You know, ha- drop another title as Charlotte. In, you yeah. know, in consecutive years. I don't. I don't. That's probably. I mean, like having Charlotte as champion. Obviously, a flair as champion is yeah. good for the division, but yeah. also, you know, uh, make newer stars. Yes. <laughs> you know, please ride the you. momentum. People seem to be into Rhea Ripley. I enjoy watching Rhea Ripley mm-hmm. um, for a multitude of reasons. I think she's a very good wrestler and I, I very athletic, you know, very super athletic. Yeah. Um, so. So, yeah, you know, but again, it, yeah, it's WWE. Right. Uh, we've got Bianca Belair defending the SmackDown Women's Championship against Bailey, which should be a very, very good match. Ding dong. Hello. Uh, yes. Uh, I assume Bianca is going to retain here, but I'm, I'm sure it's going to be a very good match. And again, probably not the last time you see these two throw down for the Raw Championship. It's a triple threat. We got Bobbert Lasciarelli hey. Def- hey, defending against Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman. The addition of Braun Strowman is a definite subtraction for me here. I mean, look, I thought they were kind of building this on a flimsy uh, uh, basis already with Drew McIntyre being confused just by MVP yelling, hey, (laughs) and therefore losing. Uh, But the addition of Braun Strowman is not necessarily something which makes the match better to me. Um, But, yeah, uh, I, I guess... Bobby retains here, and probably this is when Drew starts going down the card. Uh, I would. I'm trying to. I'm trying to find some upside to Braun Strowman. Is what I'm trying to do in my head right now. He's very he's not, large. <clears throat> he's he's large. Yeah, I mean he's got those sweet train sound effects uh, when he goes. Yeah, around, he does. Uh, name goes name another wrestler that has sweet sound effects. Uh, well, Ricochet had some at the beginning of his. Don't theme. know who you're talking about. But, uh, you know, well, you don't watch me in events, so why would you? Uh, <laughs> oh, man, what if his contract told him that he'd be a main event talent? Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Uh, look, look, you're a main event. 
together. Come on. We didn't lie. It's right there. It's the yeah. show. Which I didn't even know it still existed. Yep. Uh, I will say kudos to both uh, Flippy Ricky and Ali for trying their fucking damnedest, trying, uh, you know, to attempt to get their feud over on main event on social media. They've yeah. been uh, they've yeah. been hustling. So respect to the hustle. Uh, although you would think a company that you know employs, but well, no, I'm sorry. Uh, independently contracts with both of those people uh would be able to you know find a way to promote them on their own you would uh, think you, you would think with the hours of television that they could take two WWE. of the most talented members of the roster yeah. and the three hours that they clearly struggle to fill every single monday would have a spot for you know 10 minutes of two guys busting their ass but yeah yeah. Who am I to tell them what he to do? He does too many flips. I don't like it. <laughs> then why the fuck did you hire him? Need more rest holds. <laughs> Throw him in a choke. Uh, and then the what I guess will be the main event of the evening for the Universal Championship. It's Roman Reigns defending against Cesaro. This should be damn good if it doesn't yes. turn into the uh, Roman Uso Reigns Uso sideshow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because... The there's a whole uh, dissension building within the family thing because uh, Jimmy says he's not Roman's bitch and uh, he's 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 lashing out at Roman. So, oh, God. So this may be the Cesaro sideshow to that drama. Does is is Seth Rollins involved in this at all? He's not on the card. He's not on the card. He could probably do a run in and cost the match. Uh, but right now he is not involved in the show or this match. Who is he? He's not really because he had a feud with Cesaro, obviously. Yes. yes. Um, and, you know, both he and Reigns are heels. Mm-hmm. So is there some kind of, uh, you know, and obviously their history uh, precedes them. Um, is there any kind of unspoken alliance? Have they had any interaction or anything? Not really. Not really. Okay. It's mostly been that <clears throat> Rollins still hates Cesaro. Well, I mean, he's a better wrestler than him, so he should, he should, he should be more yeah. jealousy than hate. But you know, yeah, that's, Man, that's... I, I, I'm still shocked at how much I turned on Seth Rollins. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we we talk about it all the time. There was a period of time where before the knee injury, where yeah. Seth was arguably like one of the top three guys in the world, and yeah. you know, he's. Uh, I mean, not all of it's <laughs> his fault. But he sure as shit tries to defend the things that didn't work out great. See, that's the thing. I feel like social media has made it more difficult to enjoy – well, to enjoy most things, but specifically (laughs) in the realm of pro wrestling. Yes. Like like Braun Strowman. Like we just talked about him. Yeah. He's a fucking chud on social media and I really don't care anything about him and seeing him on social media has made me care about him less. Right. Seth Rollins being a, a whiny bootlicker on uh, on social media has made me like Seth Rollins less. Yes. Um, you know, but then there's people like uh, you know, the whole uh, like New Day and 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 things of that, you know, that that whole up, up, down, down crew that, you know, post fun stuff and, you know, uh, don't take themselves too seriously and are clearly having fun. So it makes you like them more. Right. Um, speaking of which, is, is there no biggie um, uh, Apollo Crews? No, no. There's going to be a four way intercontinental title match next week on SmackDown. 
uh, as it's going to be uh, Apollo Crews defending against Big E, Sami Zayn, and Kevin Owens. Okay, that's so, the Sami Zayn still employed. Yes, okay. Sami uh, well, at least right now, as far as we can tell, he's still employed. <laughs> he did have to take down some tweets, but he is still employed. Uh, boy. I mean, in regards to that, it's it's a look, I have personally It's a literal got, minefield? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Look. Me getting in trouble for tweeting anti-Ravens tweets when I worked at the radio station is a little bit different. I clearly understand that. But having gotten gotten, uh, reprimanded for tweets in my past, Mm -hmm. I understand. Mm -hmm. Uh, Clearly, apples and oranges here. Um, But, uh, you know, when you represent a company, you you know, there are limits to what – to what to what can be uh, said, but well, you know that tells me that if anything, Sami Zayn needs to leave and go to TNA so he can join the X division where there are no limits. <laughs> so stupid! <laughs> God damn it! Uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, I got no. No, problem. no, I get it. I get it. it, it this it, podcast it, must continue. Yes, it is. It is ridiculous. It is uncomfortable. It is uncomfortable. Yes, that I enough. understand why he has the strengths of convi- convictions that he does. Uh, yes, because you know he has personal ties to the region, and yeah. and um, you know it is it is an uncomfortable situation. That I think he is trying to use his platform as well he should to yes. place a spotlight on. But at the same time, he does work for an international organization that occasionally tours in those regions. So probably wants to avoid putting his foot entirely in his mouth, which yeah. <clears throat> on all indications has been a career long issue for Sami Zayn. Well, I mean, which again, already- I admire. But yeah. at the same time, you know, if there's anybody out there that's still going, I don't know why I don't just push him to the world title. I don't think you go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, whenever the next Saudi Arabia show happens, he's, uh, yes. he again will not be on the card. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Believe that. Um, yeah. So, you know, yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, like you said, an uncomfortable literal minefield. That's yes. a really good way of uh, of yes. putting it. Um, I thought of somebody else who wasn't on the card. Uh, didn't Jinder Mahal just come back? Jinder Mahal just came back. Uh, well, he had he had been building this out on uh, main event, but he has a new group. I was thinking about that as well. Uh, he is uh, now uh, teaming up with w- what was one half of Indus Sheer and another tall uh, Indian gentleman uh, who have been named Veer and Shanky. I'm sorry, Shanky? Shanky, that's that's the dude's Shanky. That's a dude's legit last name. Shanky. <clears throat> okay. Um, I mean, so yeah, okay. uh, the the group doesn't have a name. Um, hmm. He uh, he beat Jeff Hardy clean. Uh, on is his all. contract up, Jeff Hardy? No, he recently resigned. I, I don't know why I kept seeing all these things this week of. Thank you, Jeff Hardy. Goodbye, Jeff Hardy. Uh, will Jeff Hardy sign with T- uh, a- TNA? Wow. AEW. <laughs> no, he, he like resigned like a year ago. Okay. All right. Uh, wrestling Twitter sucks. Um, <laughs> so trying to think place. of a, a clever name for the uh, for the, uh, the the Jinder Mahal faction. <laughs> well, uh, I'm, I'm just going with Jinder and the boys. Come on. 
<laughs> they can come out to let's hear it from the boy. <laughs> uh, 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 well, you know, I think that they should also uh, recruit uh, an Indian, um, a woman of Indian descent, um, so that wait, wait, Aliyah's finally going to get off of XT. <laughs> so, so that I could say, uh, is she one of the boys too? Uh, <laughs> And then he could very smugly say yes. By the way, Aaliyah may not be of Indian descent. But I don't. Yeah, that was. <laughs> but, but that feels like the same sort of call Vince McMahon. Well, she well, her first like gimmick was like a, like a belly dancer sort of uh, yeah. vibe to it. So, yeah. you know, it tends to it lends itself to uh, to reason that that you may be. <laughs> yeah, that, may that, have that been correct. There. WWE may randomly just decide, oh, she's Indian now. <laughs> Is she? Uh, has she been on television at all uh, since she was like the little uh, lapdog of uh, Raquel Gonzalez for a bit, right? Uh, there was that, that and she was teamed up with, um, oh God, Robbie E. Uh, what, what, what the Robert, oh, the Robert, Robert Stone, Stone brand. Yeah, but she's not done a, a lot. You know, speaking of NXT. <laughs> what the fuck is that? That is the current intro. I thought it was like a Poppy song. Was that Poppy? That was Poppy. That sounded like fucking Paramore. <laughs> well, here, let, you want me to play it out? Because this is this is a rough listen, let me tell you. Take a turn. Okay. Yeah. Now imagine if you will, you are just a random person flipping through channels and that mess gets played on your television. Uh, You're not sticking the, around for NXT <laughs> on the USA network of all things, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, you, you, you finish up a great episode of Walker, Texas Ranger at seven <laughs> o'clock and then, and then all that, of a sudden that two hour rock block of uh, modern <laughs> family and then here comes poppy screaming in your face uh, clips I, mean, I, I like poppy twink gang uh, I, I like poppy screaming in people's faces but it's not a good fit for the show at all no no it's not um but i mean that said there are things happening on nxt that i think are good which is a shame because uh, not unlike their fellow wednesday night wars veterans uh they are dropping in the ratings every week which okay. is bizarre to me. Uh, this, this may be a situation where both shows were doing better simply because they had the ongoing feud that was the other show. <laughs> I mean, I think AEW is still doing pretty well. It's better numbers than they had, but it doesn't change the fact, even with the week that they were number one in television, the audience is dropping, which is not great. Well, yeah. It's, it's not great. <laughs> But uh, sure. there are some things happening on NXT which are very good. There are some things happening on NXT which are very bad. I think we yeah. can pretty much say the Karrion Cross experiment is a failure. I've never seen a guy come off like more of a dork in recent memory than this dude. He's he's now, quote unquote, dressing like a champion, which means he dresses like Baron Corbin did when he was uh, the commissioner. The constable? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw I saw the photo. It looked like he was you know dealing blackjack at a casino or something yes, like that. He, you know, he changing like, five hundred. 
He looks like an absolute dingus. And of course, <laughs> they brought back Finn Balor just to feud with him again, which makes me feel like they're going, yeah, let's just flip that back. Let's put the title back on Finn. Uh, so that's not great, considering that was clearly the most Triple H of all Triple H projects oh, ever yeah. on NXT. Uh, and Kyle O'Reilly being a venter would be less irritating if they weren't trying to put over the fact that the guy dresses like an idiot. You're talking about Kyle O'Reilly or Karrion Cross? Kyle O'Reilly in this instance. <laughs> okay. Quote right. unquote, cool Kyle, as Ugh, they've been calling gosh. him. Like, it, it struck me that this is the most WWE thing in the world to do, which is guy dresses like this. This is apparently how he dresses off camera. And he's just oh. doing that now, which is fine. But of yeah. course, it has to become a gimmick, and there has to be video packages about how he dresses like a dingus now. And it's like, wait, so there's like a video package of him like picking out his clothes at home? Well, not to that point, but just <clears throat> putting him over as Cool Kyle. I need, it, I need an MTV Cribs style <laughs> vignette for yeah, Cool Kyle, yeah. where the, he's taking him around his one bedroom flat in <laughs> fucking Fort apartment. Lauderdale. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, yeah, so over here, uh, weirdly enough, I Red Man's my BJJ, roommate uh, sleeping on the floor, too. What's that? I said, weirdly enough, Red Man's roommate is sleeping on the floor, too. <laughs> uh, man, how do, how have we not brought back cribs? Like, uh, they are. They, they're supposed what? to be bringing it back for Paramount Plus. Really? Yes. Yes. Fantastic. I, I've always been fascinated by how the 1% lives. Um, just, you know, I think a lot of people uh, are in that same boat. There, which is there was Crips a solid so era of like late 90s, early 2000s MTV programming that I can't tell you why I watched all of it, but I loved it. Cribs was How many hours have you wasted on Pimp My Ride? Uh, yeah, Pimp My Ride, <laughs> Cribs, um, MTV Diary. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Celebrity Deathmatch, of course. Of course. Um, I feel Featuring like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I feel like there there are other series that I'm forgetting, but I watched the shit out of these shows. Yeah. I can't even tell and, you why. Now I put on on MTV and it's just uh, Rob Drydeck yelling yeah. about videos he found on the internet. Yeah, man. That <laughs> what a what a downfall of a. Pop culture juggernaut. Yeah. Uh, is the MTV story, man. Like, yeah. you know, they had the jackass stuff. Um, mm -hmm. You remember the weird, weird uh, MTV2 Wonder Shows in era? Yeah. Andy Milanakis. Yeah. All, all of that super weird uh, shit. I oh, loved man. MTV2 in that period because also they played music videos. <laughs> they did. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. But, you know, MTV was fucking it man for oh, yeah. like a really long time and then you know they're they're to blame for reality tv <laughs> for better or for worse i i think you're right um but yeah very weird and uh very much a bummer but uh, back to to nxt there are things that are working and okay. one of the Such things as? is isaiah swerve scott who now has his own stable i saw that called hit people? row and they okay. feel like a big deal, uh, including um, 
AJ Francis, who is a Baltimore native. Uh, oh, so yeah, shout yeah. out him. Uh, he, he has also been on the WWE most wanted treasures show that's been on A&E. Uh, but he is Swerve or, or uh, AJ, AJ Francis? Francis. Really? Uh, yes. Uh, <clears throat> because apparently he's a memorabilia guy. Uh, oh. so he's, he's been a part of that, but, uh, he's basically the big heater for the group. Uh, he, he has a new name, which is top dollar. Uh, they have okay. a women's wrestler whose name is B fab. And, uh, they also added Ashanti, the Adonis keeping his name, Ashanti, the Adonis, uh, in the group. But, uh, I, I like it. I, 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 it felt like a big time debut of a big time stable. Okay. All right. I mean, the names kind of give off some, uh, some cash money, uh, no limit, uh, a little bit sort of that. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, sort of late nineties situations there. Uh, maybe that's what they're going for. Um, yeah. but, uh, yeah, I mean, he, you know, swerve is fucking killer. So anything that puts him in a bigger spotlight, uh, I'm, I'm all for it. I know that he had been beating up Leon Ruff for the past month or so. Yeah. Uh, and I've seen some gifts that were very fucking crazy yes. of some shit that they did. Um, that like lead off, like stomp. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Ruff comes charging in. Yeah. Swerve just stomps, <laughs> stomps a fucking a hole into his chest is beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Good um, for them. So, you know, I, I think that basically they realize there is a vacuum with the end of the undisputed era. I mean, yes, there's the way and yes, you know, uh, Indy and, and Candace have the women's tag belts now. Um, but I feel like we're getting to, to a big blow off for the way. Cause they're going to do Johnny Gargano against Bronson Reed in a uh, cage match, mm-hmm. uh, coming up. Okay. Um, have sorry. people started complaining that there are too many factions in NXT yet? Is that something? No, 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 no. I, 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 oh. I, I think what's oh. happening is because we had, I, what, what was the name of Pat McAfee's crew? I can't remember what it was, but oh, I don't fucking know. Uh, but you know, basically, the, the the top of the card was Pat McAfee's crew and Undisputed Era. They broke up the Undisputed Era. Pat McAfee's gone, uh, and of course, uh, one and two are out. So it's yeah. really just Pete Dunne doing his thing. So you have Legato del Fantasma, who have been right. awesome. And now you have this top dollar group and it's like, I'm sorry, uh, hit, uh, hit row group with top dollar in it. Yeah. Um, I, I think that th- it's something new they can build around. It's something. Do they, do they have a Kushida crew yet? Uh, with K? He, <laughs> they, they do not, but he has been palling around with the MSK guys. So, okay. I'll yeah. let that slide. Yeah. Wesley and Kushida. Sure. <laughs> Wes Lee. Yes. You got to emphasize the split. Wes Lee. Yeah. Um, so th- there's some things that I'm actually actively interested in. It's just the top of the card is like you've got now three fourths of the Undisputed Era feuding against each other, and they all just feel like cheesy versions of themselves. They even changed Adam Cole's theme, uh, and the new t- theme is super generic, but you can hear the moment where they intend for him to say Adam Cole, baby. It's really cheesy. <laughs> Really, the undisputed era theme was certified banger, though. Oh, it was. It was great. Another CFO's banger, but can't work with RIP CFOs. Yes. All right. <clears throat> uh, before we dig into everything AEW, which I'm sure we have some strong opinions on this week, uh, we're uh, going to spend 20 minutes talking about New Japan. Oh, wait. No, there is no New yes. Japan. <laughs> I wanted to very quickly say uh, RIP to New Jack, passing away at 58 years young due to a heart attack. Um, I, as a former ECW mutant myself, uh, New Jack was one of those few guys where you're like, okay, that dude is legit insane. 
Mm-hmm. And um, he proved it on a semi-regular basis, and uh, his uh, his life took the mileage for it. Uh, I will say yeah. I was shocked that he was 58, though. Um, definitely kind of surprised <clears throat> by that. Now, granted, I'm routinely struggling to remember what age I am. Yes. So I have maybe that problem it should as well. be that surprising. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, RIP to New Jack. Uh, I'll watch you jump off of balconies. Uh, I'll, I'll find a YouTube compilation in your memory. Uh, also of note... Let's dust this off. Last night was the Impact Under Siege event on Impact. Oh, that was last night? Yes. Kenny Omega in six man tag Hmm. action. It was Kenny and uh, the Good Brothers. Uh, They were against, oh God, what was the team? Uh, Eddie Edwards in Finjuice. Um, apparently really, really, really good match. Not okay. a huge shock considering five sixths of that setup. Um, and, uh, what, uh, also happened is they, uh, crowned the number one contender for Kenny Omega and surprise, surprise, it's Moose. Moose is going to be going against, uh, Kenny Omega at the against all odds event. Okay. This year. So uh, Kenny right. Omega versus Moose. Moose trying to bring back the Impact titles. All right. So is, is this um, before or after Slammiversary? Uh, this is before. This is okay. before Slammiversary. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. June That's 12th cool. will be the Against All Odds show, and then Slammiversary is in July. Okay. Um, it, it was called what, Under Siege? Under Siege. Yes. So so did uh, the topless chick? Pop out of the cake? No, no, sorry. Sorry, no no uh, boobies. We did get a change of the Knockouts Tag Team titles. Is Fire and Flavor. Oh, no. Uh, got them back from Jordan Grace and Rachel Allerine. Sorry, buddy. Boo. Boo. The other thing that I heard is worth checking out. Uh, Josh Alexander and El Fantasmo had a match for the X Division Championship, which was said to be an absolute banger. El Fantasmo? Yeah, ELP. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. ELP. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. I... Uh, I was thinking like Mexican. Uh, yes. No. Del, okay. Yeah. Eo del Fantasmo. Yes. I was thinking like, wait, wait, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I hear as a whole that show is actually worth tracking down. So uh, okay. If, if you're feeling like you want some no crowd <laughs> impact in your life, there's are, some good matches on this one. Are they going to do a uh, a follow up show uh, called Under Siege Two: Dark Territory? <laughs> That's that what they film an train? entire. Uh, Film an entire episode of Impact from Daly's Place. <laughs> <laughs> Dark territory. Yeah. Well, you could, okay, so here's the tie in, all right? <laughs> so, Under Siege 2, Dark Territory, if I recall correctly, takes place on a train. Uh huh. So, if they uh, do a little uh, a swap with TNT, okay, mm-hmm. follow me here. Snowpiercer. Oh, oh, original get, series. Get a little bit of Jennifer Connelly in the mix. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Sean Bean, if he's still around, I don't know. <laughs> I know he was in it at one point, but he also has a proclivity towards dying. My understanding uh, is he's alive. Okay, all right. I have a Mr. friend who watches that show. Okay. Uh, Any I, I, positive reviews? Or they just, watch it every week. That's all I know. <laughs> 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 they have not told me if it's good or bad. I, right. I like the movie. I, I really I enjoyed the movie. Story. Yeah. 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 You know, that's me. But, you know, anyway. Okay. All right. That was Bong, Ju- Bong Joon Ho, wasn't it? Yes, indeed it was. Academy Award winner. Yeah. Good okay. guy, that Bong Joon Ho. Uh, some Chris Evans and some John Hurt and uh, um, uh, Tilda Swinton. Harris? 
Uh, I think so. But Tilda Swinton as well. That's right. Tilda Swinton. Yes, the chameleon-like Tilda Swinton. Interesting, interesting looking person that is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> AEW Dynamite this week. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Blurst. Oh, man. Uh, before we talk about the show, let's go ahead and throw out some non uh, non show related stuff we said earlier that they will start their traveling schedule back up in july live dynamites coming from miami florida miami austin texas and dallas texas starting july 7th okay Uh, and apparently tickets moved very fast for the miami show uh not as fast but still moving for austin and dallas um so uh, that, that that's interesting. Also, uh, Ricky Stark's going to be out for three months as he fractured his neck. Yeah, uh, from that nasty awful. page bump. Yeah, that that German to nowhere uh, <laughs> that that happened a few weeks ago uh, did fractures next. So unfortunately, no Ricky Starks for a few weeks. But uh, Cody Rhodes throwing out some spoilers on Twitter saying one day the Spark Man will be a world champion. <laughs> well, that's uh, you know. That's if he can get on the same page with his other EVPs. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) AEW Dynamite started in the coolest and best way possible. It was a half and half shot. John Moxley and Yuji Nagata warming up backstage. It felt like a UFC fight. I was fucking in from the jump. I was so hyped. You had uh, Red Narita backstage with Yuji Nagata. You had Eddie Kingston backstage with John Moxley like this this was my shit 1000% literally yeah. just this shot was like I love professional wrestling and everything in it <laughs> <laughs> it made me so happy that was the cold open of the show we had the full open we go to the ring uh Yuji Nagata comes out gets announced as representing New Japan Pro Wrestling uh mm-hmm. nice touch there from the usually irritating ring announcer uh who I will well, not usually name. Who I will not name so as to not raise the blood pressure of my co-host. Um, then John Moxley comes out and in what I assume is an homage to Atushi Onita, comes out to Wild Thing by the trucks. Yeah, yeah, it's I, I, and I I get the, you know, the homage. It was most likely intended to be, but it's so not. Uh, Nothing says pro uh, wrestling like a pan flute solo. It's just so not badass. <laughs> I mean, no. you know, when, when when you're Rick Wild Thing Vaughn and you have a whole stadium of people singing along and cheering, yeah. you know, as I you come in from the bullpen. I will say came out to the version that they used in Major League, like the, the 80s, like, rock cover. Yeah, right. So, well, I was hoping it was the Tone Loke. Uh, wild, wild thing <laughs> version, which <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, that would have been the shit. Uh, out with a big ass gold chain. Oh man, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Eddie Kingston borrows um, the acclaimed boombox. <laughs> <laughs> it's just as it's coming out as a second cranking <laughs> some tone uh, dressed like their Looney Tunes T-shirt from the early nineties. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then uh mox wins and funky cold medina plays <laughs> the, the crowd goes wild yes yeah there's nothing or, that jacksonville or, likes more than a tone loke throwback 
Hey man, you know, uh, well, no, that was, that happened in Miami. Damn. I was going to say, you got that Ace Ventura tie in right there. But, uh, yeah, that was my Miami and the dolphins there. So, uh, sorry, tone. Uh, so, uh, this was a the damn, match rule. Th- th- yeah. Yeah. This was a damn fine match. Match was really, really good. It wasn't super long. And, uh, there was a reason for that, which unfortunately did not get to play out the way they intended. We'll talk about that when we get there, but it, it, uh, was not a super long match, but it was really, really good. I love the respect that Mox and, and, uh, Nagata paid to each other after the match. It was just a really, really good moment. Fun way to kick off the show. Yeah. Share about the rest of the show because it got real bumpy. Um, yeah. Also, uh, shout out Rocky Romero. Spotting, yeah, Rocky uh, Romero. What I imagine count. was translating for you know <laughs> for UG and Ren Narita. Yeah, undoubtedly, undoubtedly. But hey, nice seeing him on AEW television. Yeah. Maybe at the very least we can get him a dark match or two. Let's do this. Right. Yeah. Um. So uh, here comes Cody Rhodes. Here comes the special boy. <laughs> First things first, Cody Rhodes gets his intro, goes to commercial, comes back. So, all right. I get it. You want to keep the fans after the big time match. You want to tell Mm. them, hey, here's another star. Is that going to do it? (laughs) So Cody decides to do a 2021 version of a Dusty Rhodes promo while also talking about how great America is. Perhaps this is the bleeding heart liberal in me. But I don't know that 2021 is the time to cut the America Ain't It Grand promo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I will uh, go along with that. Please. Also, continue. there's no reason to go on and on for six fucking minutes. It was only six? Yes. The, it felt like fucking 16. Yes. It went on at length. Look. I, I thought some of it was very good talking about how, you know, Anthony talking down on the States makes his money in the States. You didn't come here to live the England dream. Cool. Cut it there. You don't need to worry about the England dream one night, one night only. You need to worry about the American dream. That's going to be me. And then that's it. Bob's your uncle. Yeah. You got a match, <laughs> but to do this whole thing, talking about Bruno San Martino <clears throat> and Shad Khan as immigrants and, how his wife's going to give birth to a beautiful baby with white and black identities and all these different things. And I'm just like, it, it, it was, as Cody Rhodes so often is, unbeliev- unbelievably, incredibly extra. Very extra. Unnecessarily. Cody Rhodes needs, desperately, if there's anything that you can learn from life, you can learn from this podcast. It's something I learned from the MC Hammer behind the music is you need a no guy. Yeah. You need someone in your posse who tells you no. And you know what? I don't think the story about the EVPs not getting along is true. But goddamn, the show told me that if it was true, they really are <laughs> booking in their own silos. Because somebody would have grabbed Cody and went, Code, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Cut this promo in half. <laughs> I wonder what, like, you know, I wonder what Tony Khan internally thinks about that like does he think that that's good tv does he think that was a good use of six minutes that could have you know two of those could have gone towards mox and nagata you could have given two more to um i don't know fucking the main event darby and miro yeah yeah i mean darby and miro went less than 12 minutes which is wild 
It's fucking it was a fucking banger too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was completely unnecessary. It's just, you know, it's hey, look at me. Uh look at, you know, look at my family, look at what I've done. It's just it's it was it was he was verbally filleting himself, essentially. Yeah, it, it, it it was a lot. It, it was it was completely unmitigated id. Like there was, there was yeah. nothing about it that had Ew. even a tinge of self-editing. And super ego, though. <laughs> you know, at, at, fair point. Fair point. <laughs> Just it was so pure, uncut yeah. Cody Rhodes in a bad way. Yeah. And I, I, I understand what the concept of the promo was. I understand what they're going for. I don't even mind. I know some people on the internet are very mad about him taking the American Dream name for one match. I'm fine. I get it. I get it's his it. father. A, it's his <laughs> it's, father. B, I'm pretty sure Agogo's winning this fucking thing, and he'll be able to say he crushed so. the American dream, which right. is a great turn of phrase. Yeah. It's just, it was, it was cringeworthy. Like, my my wife, does, my wife, my wife, doesn't, my nor- wife doesn't normally watch any professional wrestling at all. Right. Um, she ended up watching part of this show with me and, uh, you know, it, she was asking questions and all these things. And sure, hey, yeah. when Cody came out, she said one of my all time favorite quotes about Kenny Rhodes, the Cody Rhodes, which is, she said, he looks like a fake human, <laughs> 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 like something an AI generated for what a human is supposed to look like. And I'm right. like, yeah, he does kind of look like he should be on the, one of those old Darcel ads. So yeah. oh, <laughs> not, not wrong in that regard. <laughs> and then when he started doing the thing about, you know, my wife's going to give birth to a beautiful baby girl with both white and black identity. She just looks at me and goes, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> and I said, I honestly don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what this has to do with anything. Um, so there you go. The the That's what a non-viewer thought of it, let alone how cringeworthy we all thought it was. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's the point where I want to watch AEW because I enjoy the majority of the product and I want to see what they're doing. But anytime he shows up on screen, yeah. I want to fast forward, especially yeah. if it's just a microphone. If it's a match, sure. Yeah, there's going to yeah. be some, you know melodrama and 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 whatever that's that's his that's his mo that's his brand of of wrestling old school style yeah i get it it doesn't always fit in with what everybody else is doing in aew but i get it i will say i i saw that that kind of complaint a lot this week even before there was again this this evps aren't talking to each other thing a lot of people are starting to say that they feel like aew is at its best when it doesn't involve the young bucks cody rhodes or kenny omega Mm-hmm. Which is hard to argue against. Well, they're all kind of just ramping up them themselves. Yes. You know, like the, the you know, they're all being super extra. Omega, you know, I, I, granted, I didn't watch a lot of New Japan when he was doing the cleaner gimmick. I feel like this is a lot. More oh, this, this is this is not what he was. This is this is him trying to do his version of say a, a 2021 Ric Flair. Right, is not always working. No, um, no, especially on the mic. He, Kenny Omega in the ring leaps and bounds more fun to watch than Ric Flair uh, at any point in his career, and I yes. have no qualms saying that. On the stick, dude, <laughs> Kenny, it ain't happening, bro. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm <laughs> I'm I'm definitely with you there that. 
less is more there yeah. for sure. And well, less uh, is more should be the you know that should be the mantra of AEW. Sadly, right. it's not. But you right. Know. And again, I, I want to clarify, this is not your boys here souring on the business or, no. or anything like that. It is just, there are it's, some it's, things that can be improved. And unfortunately, that starts literally at the top. Because yeah. I feel like everyone else beneath them are, like, blowing me away by leaps and bounds. Um, yeah. I mean, would I rather watch, you know, Pack and OC uh wrestle or listen to Kenny Omega ramble on intelligibly yeah. you know uh, unintelligible you can't understand him fool me twice you're not gonna yeah, yeah. it's not uh, you're not gonna fool me again <laughs> won't be fooled again I totally lost strategy um that had a anyway for a minute, uh we had a video promo putting over the whole SCU uh thing about how you know they'll they'll break up when they lose and then we had the AEW World Tag Team match Young Bucks versus SCU. I thought this was a very good match and it was really put over huge by the absolute leaking forehead blade job of Chris Daniels. The shot of him bleeding on the Nike's yeah. That's something that I feel like is going to get played back again and again. That is is this art? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I thought this was really good. And again, uh, since my wife was there, we got to have the fun conversation about bleeding in wrestling. And and she's like, is that real? (laughs) I'm like, let me tell you about blade jobs and and explain that to her. It's like, do they talk about that in advance? Because if some guy just started bleeding on me, I'd be very disappointed. I'm like, yeah, they normally go over that, but I don't think he's supposed to be bleeding this much. (laughs) A little deep there. uh, You know, yeah, uh, and and I mean, even uh, a botch in the match added to it. You know, uh, Daniels went for the best moonsault ever and completely yeah. missed the turnbuckle while doing it. And then he went for it again. And I just thought like that added to, you know, the drama of, of yeah. being out of it and woozy because of the blood loss. Um, what did you think <laughs> of the I'm sorry, I love you moment? I mean, it's on brand for Young Bucks. So, yeah. you know. I, I, I get it. It I didn't have a problem with it. You know, yeah. I mean, that's a melodramatic moment in pro wrestling history as it is. And, you know, they're always poking fun of stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I didn't have an issue with it. It yeah. applied. I mean, it was a good application. If you're going to mock it, that's a good, you know, yeah. good time to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I didn't have an issue with that. Um, but something that, that I saw pointed out online that the more I thought about it, the more it did bother me was after – the Bucks win yes. um, with the uh, BTE trigger, or is that what they're still calling it? Yep. Yeah. Um, after after that happened, and they win, and SCU is done, they like really did not linger on on Daniels and Kaz. They kind of like, a oh, we've got that. a situation backstage. There's a reason for that. There is. Okay. Yes. Please. Do uh, in in one of the many audibles that had to take place over the course of the night, uh, so. Daniels did blade a lot harder yeah. than anticipated. So they had Mox and Kingston do the whole destruction of the elite dressing room thing uh, under the idea of making it so Daniels could get checked out by the ringside doctor on, you know, and not be on camera. Okay. Yeah. So that, that was a, that was an audible there. Okay. All right. I, I, I completely agree. They should have lingered with it. But I think it was a situation where they were genuinely concerned about the well-being of Christopher Daniels. So, well, you know, 
at the same time, why not just show the doctor checking on him, you know, in the ring That's fair. that helps sell, you know, the severity of what just happened. You can have, yeah. you know, uh, Kazarian looking over, you know, standing over him, looking all worried, yeah. add a little bit to the drama and then the seriousness of the situation. I, I think they were erring on the side of caution. If something was legitimately wrong with Christopher Daniels, like, do you really want to be the, you know, ghouls broadcasting that on television? Well, he just, I mean, if you were that worried about him, you would have stopped the match. That That's fair. And again, we got to see a version of that uh, later on. Um, yeah. So Christian Cage was doing a backstage interview, talking about Taz, saying he has an open challenge, any team Taz member. Also said, hey, I'm in the Casino Battle Royal. Now, I think he was supposed to go against Ricky Starks next week. And of course, yeah. that's not happening. So instead, Matt Seidel cutting the promo of his career. <laughs> I, I say that because there is not known to be a promo guy. Yeah, there is. There's so little uh, tape of yeah. Matt side Al promos to compare to. But uh, says, hey, uh, instead of Team Taz, I'm the one who signed the open challenge. I want a match with you. I want to prove myself against you ahead of the Casino Battle Royale. So, uh, yeah, Matt side Al versus Christian next week. Sounds fun to me. Yeah, sure. I'll take it. So then we had the Orange Cassidy pack World Championship Eliminator match. And yeah. uh, it was a fun opening. And uh, there was a really, really big um, Liger bomb. Yeah. By high pa- angle. High angle Liger bomb by Pack. OC goes down. He uh, rolls to the outside. We go to commercial break. And I even text you. I'm like, I think OC might be hurt. Something yeah. doesn't seem right. And then they did this whole thing where Don Callis comes out, yells at Pac. Uh, there's a belt shot by Kenny Omega. Uh, and then they do a double down and both guys get to a no contest. And then Tony mm-hmm. Schiavone announces it's going to be a three way. The original intent of the match was they were going to go to a 20 minute draw. That's why the timing mm. of Mox Nagata was only 15 in minutes and change. Because they were going to do this 20-minute draw, uh-huh. and we were still going to go to the fireworks factory that is the triple threat at double or nothing. But because of the fact that OC legitimately was concussed, legitimately out on his feet, they decided we're going to call this audible. Hmm. So live television affected them twice yeah. uh, over the course well, of this two-hour period. Um, live TV, baby. Yeah, it's, it, it is what it is. I didn't love how they executed it, but I understand why now. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you have to think on your feet, that's sure, you know, I get it. Um, yeah, yeah uh, you know, I don't know. The, the, the match, I was enjoying the match. They did a good job of calling to the history of the two mm-hmm. prior to the match starting and the opening yeah. bits of the match. The, you know, the interactions that they had, the moves that they did to each other was, it was, you know, it was what I wanted from it. And then, you know, shit happens. Um that said, the triple threat should be fucking awesome. Yeah, that in front of a full crowd, you know, yeah. the first real full crowd in AEW uh, in a year and a half. I mean, should be absolute barn burner. Very much looking forward to it. Uh, we had the Bucks and the Good Brothers backstage despondent about the dressing room being all wrecked. Uh, I, I kind of enjoyed the line from Carl Anderson about this is where we pray. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was because they had to grab that camera 
uh, post haste. Uh, yeah. But the audio was fucked up both times they went it, into that it, locker room. It was a little. It was a little uh, chintzy. Yeah, it was not. Yeah. It was not great. But uh, Buck chintzy. said that they're going to defend the titles against the number one ranked Varsity Blondes next week. Uh, which got to ride high off that uh, Pillman buzz right now. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, Matt challenges Moxley Kingston to double or nothing as this show was all about building double or nothing because the next few weeks are going to be kind of turbo fucked by uh, uh, NBA playoffs. So, right. Well, plus the on sale for double or nothing was exactly. Yeah. It, uh, it, uh, Friday, Monday, Monday, tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, we also had Hangman Page flanked by the Dark Order saying, hey, uh, it took Brian Cage uh, and all of Team Taz to beat me. So yeah. uh, Brian Cage, how about we do this one more time? Just me and you. No lackeys at double or nothing. So yeah. I'm in for that. Yep. We had the Pinnacle Coronation, which was fine and then frustrating. Um, I was totally okay with it. MJF talking about, you know, the new being the new demo god and breaking a record in Canada thanks to Sean Spears and telling yeah. giving them watches and, and all that. And then here comes Ortiz, Hager, and Sammy Guevara on like a fucking I don't know. Souped up golf cart. Yeah. Uh, yeah. with uh, a trailer behind it. And a very poorly hidden Chris Jericho. A very poorly hidden Chris Jericho <laughs> who pops up a week after falling off the top of a cage. Again, yeah. I get it. Television's going to be fucked the next few weeks. His Apparently, he legitimately shattered his elbow, uh, and he's going to be out four to six weeks. But he is going to be working Stadium Stampede, which is well, supposed to be the match at double or nothing. Stadium Stampede, if they're doing it like they did last year, at yeah. least, it'll be pre-taped exactly. and in a way that they can you know, protect his arm. You know, it's probably some kind of unsanctioned sort of match that, you know, he didn't get clearance from yeah. because of his arm. They'll work around it. You know, they're smart enough to know how to do that. Yeah. But I, I, I thought the whole not quite Steve Austin beer blast with the bubbly was a little dumb. It was lame as shit. I was very worried, by the way, when MJF said we're going to do the match you lost last year, that they were going to do the fucking um, what was the match? Oh, the, the Mimosa Mayhem match. Oh. I thought I thought for sure that's what he's about to say because of the the champagne. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, but I will say, as as lame as the uh, the the bubbly shower was, the flopping in the ring by the pinnacle was top notch. Oh yeah, no, they sold it like crazy. It's very yeah. very good. And speaking of very very good, Britt Baker had like the promo of a lifetime. Uh, sitting down. I mean, with we Ross. say that every week. She's yeah, just no, she's, she's great. She's firing on all cylinders. Talk, put over the match huge and considering and this is no offense to Sheeta, Sheeta's English is getting better by leaps and bounds every week. Yeah. She's not yeah. there yet. So Britt right. Baker had to do the hard sell on it and she did. So mm-hmm. uh, that's the women's championship match, double or nothing. I'm very much looking forward to that. And uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure Britt Baker's winning that title. Oh yeah. I, there would have to be something shocking or, you know, uh, last minute to, to stop that from happening. Yes. Um, we had Thunder Rosa, uh, pretty much murder Jasmine Allure, uh, Jasmine Allure, who's d- despite her name is not a nineties porn star was uh, killed <laughs> with a thunder fire, uh, sorry, fire thunder driver up next on the main stage. Oh, yeah, it's Jasmine Allure. Jasmine Allure. Play. Jay Cargill cut a promo with Tony Schiavone 
apparently, Smart Mark Sterling <sighs> offered her uh, his managerial services on Dark or Dark Elevation, one of the two. Mm. Uh, but uh, Jake Cargill says she's own, her own boss. She's listening to offers, but she's that bitch. God. And you two can buy her Jake Cargill that bitch T-shirt on shopaw.com. Doesn't J- Jimmy Uso have a Roman's bitch T-shirt right now? Yep, actually they they uh oh hang on they they both have shirts. Oh, one says Roman's bitch and one says not. No not no, Roman's no, bitch. no 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 no. Uh, hang on, I'm I'm loading shopwwe.com right now. Yeah, so I, I don't want that in my is. browser history. So you uh, go ahead. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> um, <laughs> da, 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 da. Uh, the the shirts say nobody's bitch on the front. Ah. In the back, one says Jimmy Uso, and the other one says Jay Uso. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> there you go. Man. <laughs> uh, oh. I want to see. They don't need to share the, the money anymore. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I want to see who's really like, you know what? I like Jay more than Jimmy. Yeah, <laughs> Fuck you. I like Jimmy more than Jay. I, I still can't tell them apart. Jimmy John, Jimmy John Uso. Well, you back in the day before you know they both uh, they both went out on injuries and worked on their physiques. Uh, <laughs> it used to be there was ripped Uso and fat T-shirt Uso. That was the way yeah. I could tell the difference between them. Yeah, yeah, and having not watched in a long time, I I, I got nothing. Sorry. Yeah. That's what happens with twins, bro. And then the main event was Miro versus Darby Allen for the TNT yeah. Championship. This match absolutely fucking ruled. It was yes. everything it needed to be. Miro was a wrecking ball of destruction. Darby Allen was the plucky underdog pulling out every single trick he could to try to win, including an awesome finish where Darby Allen went through every single finish he used to retain mm-hmm. the TNT Championship in recent weeks, but then was caught by the most violent looking game over I've ever seen. Yeah, that was, that was absolutely brutal. Uh, and Darby being, you know, small and flexible helped sell that. Uh, but yeah, uh, and he, I don't even think he tapped. I think technically he passed out or yeah, the ref yeah, called yeah. it. Yeah. Ref, ref called it. Um, I, I absolutely loved everything about this except for one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be the fact that, Darby's BFF and mentor Sting just kind of stood there derpily while while Miro destroyed him prior to the bell. The bell hasn't rung Sting. Okay, you can go in there and stop yes. this. Yes. Help you yeah, help that, out your that, little That was weird. Uh, also, he cow. got he got jumped twice by yeah. Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page, which is a right, little yeah. a little much. But that was after this this bit. Like he yes. could have he could have helped Darby out here. Yeah, but, but uh, no, he didn't. He's the icon. He just stood he, there. The, the icon ain't, sh- ain't getting involved till he's getting paid. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't want to stand up to Miro either. No, uh, no, I don't So, you know, and he didn't have his bat. Like, if you're going to come out, you know, bring your bat, bro. <laughs> Yeah, where's the bat? Come on, man. Come on. Come uh, on. But uh, Miro is your new TNT champion. Shock of shocks. Miro went from the internet going, oh, he's a joke. He's not doing anything interesting to fucking set the number two champion in the company. I mean... Uh, but but legitimately, this is what he should have been from the jump. No disagreement. He just, look, he just needed to get his legs underneath him a little bit, and then yeah. he murdered Darby for all of our sins. Yeah. Uh, and right as we were going off the air, here comes Lance Archer pointing at Miro in the TNT title. And I'm fucking in. Let's fucking <laughs> go. Give me this match. Hopefully, double or nothing. I would imagine. Yeah, I, I, I would guess 
that we are getting uh, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page versus Sting and Darby mm-hmm. at Double or Nothing, and we are going to get Miro versus Lance Archer for the TNT title. It, it sounds like it's going to be an absolutely packed show. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Give me that. Uh, very More much Archer, into please. It. Very excited. Uh, and, you know, the part I think I'm most looking forward to about Double or Nothing, specifically Miro versus Lance Archer, is the moment where Miro decides to put <laughs> – Decides to put Jake the Snake Roberts in game over and just splits Jake Roberts in half, kind of like the recently defrozen uh, Mr. Burns going to Lisa's wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Jake's just sitting there going, Lance, I can't feel my legs. The Roughhouse Podcast is a weekly podcast fueled by coffee, pizza rolls, and the stench of dirty litter boxes. Follow Christoph and Marty on Twitter at RoughhouseSGW, at Facebook.com slash The Roughhouse Podcast, and at Patreon.com slash The Roughhouse Podcast for early access to episodes, exclusive podcasts, Roughhouse Redos, and Roughhouse Divided movie trivia games. New episodes drop every single Monday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Subscribe, motherfuckers! This is the, the Rough, House, Rough Pod. House, uh podcast with Justin and Kristoff. That's it. Fuck Kristoff. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House podcast with Marty and my least favorite man on the planet, Kristoff. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network. This episode of The Rough House is brought to you by Lance Archer's new restaurant, Everybody Dines. That's right. When you walk through the front doors of Lance Archer's Everybody Dines, you're going to get just that. The opportunity to dine, and if you happen to dine and dash, you will die. Jake the Snake Roberts will grab you out front, pull you back inside, shove a crack pipe in your kid's mouth, piss in a bucket, as Lance Archer proceeds to tear you apart piece by piece. At Lance Archer's Everybody Dines, I have everything. Try the Tomahawk Murder Hawk steak, as well as the Mohawk Chicken Tenders for the little kids. That's right, at Lance Archer's Everybody Dines, you dine, I dine, we all dine, everybody dines. At Lance Archer's Everybody Dines.